T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome into Sabres Live. I'm Marty Buran, and this is not Brian Duff. It is Alex Duck. He's not the co-host today. He's just a guest on the show. Duffer is home today, but it is start of training camp. How does it feel to uh, get another season going? The first day of school is always a little nerve-wracking. Tucky, how is it going today? Yeah, it's been a pretty easy day, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. We uh, so, Some of the uh, the older veterans get some uh, the testing out of the way. Most of the team, honestly, gets the testing out of the way, like uh, a week leading up to camp yep. and get, gets it all done, physical testing. So really, you just got to do some medicals. You got to do some uh, some PR and uh, some headshots and stuff Did you do a like couple that. of TikToks? I saw there was some oh, TikTok I stayed, action. I stayed as far away from that room as possible. <laughs> You see, you see Kevin over there. You see a, 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 a couple of our creative people, and you you walked a long way around. Yes, I definitely do. I stayed very well clear of that TikTok room, but no, there's some other fun stuff. See, there. I would go right to the TikTok room. I would stay away from the physical testing. You said you guys did that last week, um, or leading up to, to to today. What was the hardest physical test? What was the one that kept you up at night? The one that was the easiest? How did that all go? Well, I, I'd say it, you can't really say it kept me up at night because I didn't I didn't decide to do it until that next morning. I woke up and I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to do it. But it's the bike test. It's a three-minute oh. bike test. So it's uh, you, you're walking None of that 30 seconds Wingate. It's actually three minutes on the bike. It's three minutes, and you can't walk for about 10, 10 to 15 afterwards. <laughs> Your legs are full of lactic acid. You're just you're in some pain. And, uh, yeah, no, it's a good test. It, it really – you push your limits, and, uh, no, it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Did he still do the old fat test with the calipers where they pinched the side of your oh, body? Oh, yeah. Leanest I've ever been today. This, oh, really? Yeah, what was yeah, it this year? 6.8%. Wow. I must have been, uh, you must have tipped well last year when you come back. And yeah, all of a I sudden, they're so. like, they don't so. squeeze as much as they used to. huh? <laughs> I, I used to be around 7, 7.5, and, and that was like about as low as you could get. So 6 and eight, six point eight. that's pretty good. I know. i got to start eating pasta again. I, I, eat, I guess. Well, were you right like? Now. Did you do anything different this summer when it comes to like training and and making sure you came in with uh, maybe a, a leaner body, stronger, faster? Anything different? I actually uh, I did more sauna and ice baths. Really, yeah. recovery. Yeah, it was like. Uh, well, I, I found out that you actually uh, when you do an ice bath every single day, it takes your <clears throat> takes some sort of fat and turns it into like a gray fat or okay. a brown fat, which burns a lot easier 
Okay. Well, I'm going to so. have to start doing that because I'm not in the gym every day, so I'm going to have to do the ice bath. Although I hate, hate ice baths. I used to walk into the locker room and go right to the hot tub. <laughs> like every morning. You know, it's winter. You're cold. You just got in your car. Car's cold. Oh, you get yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Go right to the hot tub. But maybe I'm going to have to do um, the ice bath. Um, anything off the ice this summer that was special? We saw you, uh, obviously, at the, you know, you like the Bills. I know a bunch of guys went to the Bills at the Jets on Monday night. You were there. Yep. Um, you know, U.S. Open the day before. Anything else that was special this summer that uh, you got to enjoy? Uh, I went to Finland. Okay. Uh, played in World Championships for the Team USA. And you were there I got with your play, brother. Yeah, my little brother. So, How was that? Um, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was a great time. And, uh, you know, it was, it was something that I'll never forget, and I'm, I'm sure he won't either. But it was, it was really good. And we've actually become closer because of it, just being able to – because I, I, I moved away from home over 10 yeah. years ago. And so you, you stay in touch and you're close, and we're, we're really close. And we see each other in the summertime. But to be able to spend that amount of time uh, every single day for hours on end with yeah. each other was really awesome. It was a lot of fun. What was it like being on the ice when you guys would do drills after practice, put a bunch of pucks in the corner – you know, walk out the corner, do drills. Did he teach you anything? Did you try to teach him something? How yeah, did that work? I mean, if he ever, wa- if he has any questions or stuff like that, and we did work together and stuff, and we, we bounce ideas off each other, and uh, we have different perspectives of the game too, so mm-hmm. it, it's good. It's not like we're identical players, so it does give us a different perspective for each other, but it's, yeah, it's, it was fun. It was fun learning experience, I think, for both of us. How many, what's the age difference between you and Luke? Six years. Six years, so yeah. it's a pretty significant gap. Usually when you have siblings, they're two or three years apart. Maybe you get a chance to play youth hockey or a summer tournament. You guys have never even gotten close to playing on the same oh, team exactly. before. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a lot of fun. How were your parents with that? It was good. My dad came over, um, and, uh, yeah, that was that was an unbelievable experience for him. Yeah. And uh, he had a great time with that. So, I mean, that's the first time he's ever seen us play, except for maybe skating around in the backyard ice rink. So. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Well, we know it's a long season. We know there's on-the-ice expectations, off-the-ice expectations. What are your uh, own expectations going into this year? Like, you guys, you had a great year last year. Um, I mean, Tage in the middle of the ice just exploded last year with 47 goals. What, what are some of the expectations, and how do you handle that going into the year? It's a, it's a game-by-game mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that, that's the approach we're going to have to have. We're going to have to start with just first day of training camp. That's all I'm looking forward to, not too far ahead. Uh, can't think about what we've done in the past either, but we want to continue to push forward, and, and we got playoffs in our, in our eyes and yeah. in our minds. So we're, we're, that's what our mentality is. We were one point short, and we, were, uh, we knew a lot of fans were disappointed out there, but no one was more disappointed than the guys in that locker room. And Did it so. make a difference that it was just one point? Because you guys ended up winning the last three games of the season and got within one point. Like, if it had been five... Does it change things, or is one point really, like, sticking, and you see it every day? I think it almost, like, not only do you stick it, like, and you see it every day, but it almost gives you confidence, like, oh, my God, like, that's how close we were. Yeah. Honestly, and that's, and I think that most of the writers and league and everything had us bottom two, bottom three team in the league, and the fact that we were just outside the playoffs was a little bit of a confidence boost, especially from the youngest team in the league. Yes. And so we had to take that mentality and that approach of, and that kind of chip on our shoulder and, and uh, know that our expectations are high now around the league, but 
uh, we have the highest expectations of ourselves in that room. That's great. That's awesome. Okay, we got a couple more minutes here with you. So I want to play a little bit of getting to know Alex Stock a little okay. bit more. Something quick. They've done that with Tage Thompson at the NHL uh, media availability. So what's your favorite off-day activity at home? And on the road, because they probably change within that, you know, being at home or, or at the hotel. Off the activity. Oh, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, uh, the activity thing is, it's really tough because you are traveling so much. You mm -hmm. want to save your energy and everything like that. But, um, you're a movie guy. I, I do like movies. I like okay. going to the movies and that, that's something I can do at home and on the road. My wife and I love going to the movies and. Uh, that's a lot of fun for us, doing a little movie date night. And, extra uh, butter on popcorn, halfway through on top. Maybe yeah, so, yeah, yeah, extra butter. Top. But we, we like uh, the, um, oh, my God, it's like this uh, it's this company that makes this, like, like this uh, salt. Not not a yeah, salt, yeah. but, like, it's uh, salt and vinegar spread. Like seasoning, yeah? No, it's a seasoning, okay. but it's salt and vinegar seasoning okay. on oh, the popcorn. Good. You got to try it. Okay. You like yeah. salt and vinegar oh, chips? I like, uh, yes, but absolutely. It's, but it's, it's better than the chips. Okay. It's well, unbelievable. Maybe one day they'll come up with ketchup popcorn, and that's going to be. No, no, they have they, it. They have they it? Have same the seasoning? The same seasoning. That oh, company has a bunch of different kinds. Okay. You, we're going to talk off yeah, the air after. I'm going to have to definitely get that stuff. That's incredible. Okay, best restaurant on the road. Best, oh, oh, come on, on the road? Yeah. Oh, jeez. One that you look forward to. You look at the schedule and you say, we're going to go to that city. I got to hit that restaurant. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to have to do it. Uh, Carbone, Aria, Vegas. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a good That's one. one of my favorite restaurants of all time. Yes. That's, that's a, that's a go-to because a lot of times we stay at the Aria, yeah. walk right down. That is probably... Best chicken parm with a little spicy rigatoni on the side of all time. I think that's where you had Duffer and I after uh, you were still a member of the Vegas Golden Knights. We went to dinner with you and your dad and his buddies. And maybe it was there. It was a different location. but Was that where we went? I don't remember. But anyway, I, I used to love Soto Soto in Toronto. And, you know, oh, we didn't yeah. go there all that often. But whenever we have a night in Toronto... That's where I used to go. Ooh, Miku in Vancouver, too, for oh, some sushi. Vancouver. That's, uh, yes. ooh, yeah. Very good there. Yeah. Uh, best golfer on the team. We just said the Sabres Foundation golf tournament, but not Casey Middlestat. Tage Thompson. Tage Thompson? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Is he better than Casey? It's, he's pushing it. Okay. He's getting close. He's pushing close. it. I, I, I think that oh, it's, it's really tough, but I, I think Casey might be a little bit more consistent. But Tage is he's Where are you on unbelievable. The list? I'm super average. Like just like middle line. Are you? Uh, I'm a ten. Always, I'm a ten handicap. That's pretty good. Uh, it's, 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 it's average. It's you know, average. I always say better or worse than Owen Power. So that's better than Owen Power. Better. Yeah, because he's he's good though. I heard I heard he's been playing a lot better. He's been playing. He played a lot this summer. I heard he's getting. It's good. He's getting good. Yeah. Good for good for him. Um, Okay, this is funny because I'm at the last one. Last one, then we'll let you go. Right. I'm at the age now where there's actually three of my former teammates that are GM in the league, a bunch of players I played with that are coaches. So which current or former teammate of yours would make the best GM? Caliposo. Caliposo? <laughs> he, that's, he's destined to be a GM? Funny enough, if, I, if he makes it to a GM, it will be another former teammate of mine because I played yeah. with Kyle that will become a GM. Are you, are, you, so I have are, you, are you trying Drury. to become an assistant GM? Is that why you're talking about well, all I these mean, guys? When you know these people, maybe there's a job offer at some to, point. Are so. you trying to leave Duffer? Is that what you're saying? Well, maybe Duffer, Duffer if you're watching this, he's leaving you. And <laughs> We're he's a package to, deal. Oh, package they have to deal. take both of us together. Assistant GM, special advisor. There As we go. Assistant to the, the assistant GM, maybe. Okay, how about who would make the best coach? Because coach is a different mentality. 
Who would make the best coach? Like current or former teammate? I don't, mm, that's tough. See, you didn't spend enough time in the minors because a lot of minor league guys end up being good coaches because yeah. they have to work really well, hard. Is this like from the Sabres? But like, if oh, no. I could, Vegas, I could Minnesota, minor league guy. Okay, uh, Jeff Hogan. He was yes. minor league. Okay. He was he was my roommate when I played in Iowa. Hogs actually does coach. Okay, um, he's the best guy ever. He was 38 years old. I was 20 years old, and we were okay. roommates. Wow. So I learned everything from this. My dad used to come into town. My dad and him actually sometimes would go have beers because I was too young. <laughs> <laughs> he was hey, let's drop, to my let's dad drop Alex at home, and let's go for beers <laughs> after. No, no. He was a great guy. He was like – he loved the game of hockey, though. Yeah. He had um, – you know what? Being 38 years old, he won a couple – he won with the uh, – he was, he was the captain of Grand Rapids. Okay. Um, and, and one with them, and then, uh, yeah, he was just all around. One of the best guys ever, just a super, like, human being, and he loves the game of hockey. Well, I think I see you as a GM, potentially a president, potentially an owner at some point. Who knows? You've got all that. Uh, I don't know about that. You know, maybe, maybe, <laughs> who knows? But anyway, you are always welcome on Sabres Live. You're a great guest. Good luck this year. Good luck in camp, and uh, Thanks, we'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Well, that was Alex Tuck. Thank you for stopping by. And remember that this year the Sabres have a lot of different theme nights going on. Obviously, it starts with Party in the Plaza on October 12th against the New York Rangers. That's the home opener. But we do have Hockey Halloween, Hockey Fights Cancer, Native American Heritage Night, Kids Takeover, Sabretooth's Birthday, Military Appreciation, Choose Love Night, Pride Night, Dingus Day Celebration. I mean, so many different theme nights. It's going to be great. And as we go from Alex Tuck as a co-host of the program, um, we have Dan Dunleavy coming in and joining us as a second co-host for this uh, half hour. You know what was uh, on the weekend um, when we had all the, the fan fest? Yes. So I'm sure there were a number of moments that stood out to you with fan interaction with players. And one of the discussions we had inside the Lexus Club with, I think we had three or four groups that came in. Yep. And there were hundreds of people when they came from outside, inside. But one of the best moments for me was, you mentioned Dingus Day. I believe uh, it was Connor Clifton, so a newcomer to Buffalo, who didn't know what, what's Dingus Day. Yes. And, you know, that came up. So I thought, well, instead of me explaining it, I asked somebody in the crowd to volunteer to put their hand up and explain what Dingus Day was. So uh, how did that a work lady out? from the area knew what, they, but she described it far better than I ever could. And to hear it uh, from her, not only myself, which I've heard and, and know about it, yep. but every time I hear it explained, I kind of giggle at it a little bit. And I remember being at uh, Broadway Market early i think when i started here years ago and That's somebody place to be and somebody was hitting me with plants oh. <laughs> right so what's going on there red shirts on and you're kind of getting looked at and sized up a little bit so she described to connor clifton what dingus day was all yeah. about and he just kind of said oh, okay well, that's uh, if you're going to be here in Buffalo, you got to know. You got to know these things. You yeah. got to learn about what Western New Yorkers <laughs> do, what we celebrate. How does that work? Yes. Number seventy-five for Connor Clifton this year. Right. Um, as training camp roster is unveiled today, it was actually unveiled at eleven thirty this morning. Um, Sixty, I mean, sixty-four players 
coming right. into camp this year. 36 oh. forwards, 21 defensemen, I and 7 defensemen. I thought you were going to tell me 64 players have worn number 75. No, no, no. That does not. Don't do no. that to me, or I just drove in Who here. was the last one? <laughs> I, I don't think anybody. I'm going to have to go back on the break and see who wore 75 here for the Buffalo Sabres. But, no, there is 64 players. There's a lot of bodies at camp yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, you know, 36 forwards, as I pointed out, you could almost roll out 12 different forwards every, mm-hmm. you know, three games yeah. if you wanted to. Um, is there anybody that, you know, when you saw development camp and now you get to see the guys walking around, is there anybody that you're looking forward to see in camp that they I'm can looking, change things yeah, up? Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing more of and, and listen, I was at a couple of playoff games in Rochester um, yep. and, and watched a couple online. I didn't watch every single one, but certainly uh, 48's got my attention a little bit here. That would be Kozak. Yep who um, I knew coming in really kind of caught some people's attention in the postseason in the American Hockey League. And I think that that attention was well-earned. And and just based on what we saw at Prospects Tournament, um, you know, that's one player. There there were many, actually. I mean, the obvious is obviously, you know, Kulik looked like a player who was ready to come to camp and um, kind of by way of how he prepared himself in the offseason. Anybody who puts on 16 pounds and still looks fit, has done a good job. You and I put on 16 pounds. It's going to be a fourth chin. I've done that in, like, Thanksgiving weekend or yes. whatnot, but yeah. uh, it doesn't look and like you look Kulik. And you and you're doing this yeah. and you're all that put stuff. Put the turtleneck up. So and- Kulik for sure. I mean, Roseanne for sure. I mean, those are – I don't want to give the obvious. So for me, Kozak is one. Um, and then, you know, there's some other players. Metza really stood out in that tournament. Yep. Uh, somebody else who did well. Novikov, another player that didn't look out of place at all. You know, still things to learn. Yep. Um, and then the other interesting, and I just read this this morning, and I know it was said during camp, and what, it's something I r- really like about this group and, and where it's headed. Ryan Johnson is a name that everybody worried and wondered about. Mm-hmm. Many signs, and now he's here, and he seems very comfortable. He wants to be here. Obviously, he signs here. But you could understand a player wanting to fast-track things even more especially coming out of college yes. hey i don't want to wait any longer i mean i want i want to sign here but i want to play today i'm and you know who knows what goes on behind the scenes with those conversations you would know better than me being a former player and agents how those conversations go we all have but, our own different uh, conversations exactly from yeah. player to player. But some conversations might be yeah, yeah we'll sign but we're playing yeah um but what i like about what i've saw and what i've read and what i've understood is that even from seth appert and power play time how he didn't Ryan Johnson looked really good in the in the prospects challenge, which I expected him to, which was yes. kind of cool, right? Like Should you, be. you expect him to really not be a fish out of water at all. This this is a group of of peers that you should you should be playing with at least on a level par, if not want to stand out. You choose how you want to stand out. What I liked is how Seth Appern handled situations with him, and looking back at the commentary after the game from the coach about, listen, if we are to prepare a guy like Johnson for an NHL opportunity. He's not going to be running a power play because those guys are already in Buffalo. Yes. And that just, I think for the fans, it should just tell them that if you ever worried about, okay, it's great you've got all this talent coming up, but what do you, how are you going to handle it? There is a plan in place for every single body, and I know you know this, but as fans we get caught up in the excitement of, oh, we've got a great talent pool. If one guy goes down, next mm-hmm. guy steps up. Which is what happened with Jack Quinn. We, yes. We start labeling five names right away, right? Jack yeah. Quinn's going to miss 
two, three months at the start of the season, we start rattling Kulik. We start saying Milstadt may play the wing there. Yeah. Maybe it's Lucas Rusak. And, and we start rattling all these yeah. names. And it's Rusak is the guy that gets called up near, at the end of the year and hops on the plane for a couple of trips. Yes. Um, gets to score his first goal. Yeah. But so here's another question I have for you, Dan, is that we did prospect challenge. So we get to see the newly drafted players or the yeah. players from a couple of years or the younger players from Rochester. You know, the Kulik and the Kozak and the Roseanne. Mm-hmm. We got to see Savoy. We are still expecting Matt Savoy to miss a few weeks and, right. you know, see how that all goes. Lance Lasowski had an article at the Buffalo News this morning basically saying that the medical staff is going to work closely with Matt Savoy. They're hoping to avoid surgery. It is a shoulder injury, but we'll, you know, Kevin Adams will talk more about it. So we'll, we'll kind of keep tabs on that, but. Zach Benson got to play and played really yeah, well. Yeah. But there's a group of guys that did not take part in the prospect challenge and are not Buffalo Sabres. They're kind of in that middle ground right now. Mm-hmm. And I think of Lucas Rusek, Linus Weisbach, Brett Murray, Brendan Byro. Those are guys that were so important to Rochester last yeah. year that could come in and really change things up. But we didn't see them in prospect challenge because they're not prospects anymore. Yeah. But they're also They've done not that twice before. Most of they're them. also yeah. not Victor Olofsson or yeah. uh, Tyson Jost or yeah. Zemgis Gergensen's. Like they're not established NHL players. So, right. like I'm excited to see what Linus Weisbach does. That's the name I that think came he's to my mind too. Really, really got a lot of upside, and um, you know he comes in this year. He used to have the long hair. I was just going to say. I was told when I got to the rink the other day that have you seen Linus yet? He's yeah. got a different look, and I thought, all right, didn't he go from mullet? To really short, clean-cut hair. Yes. And now I'm told he's kind of gone funky. He's gone bald for bucks. He's oh, gone he? completely bald for bucks. Oh, okay. Like, I was it, told it, it was not one like... side bald and the rest was there. No, no. The whole thing right. is completely bald. Not that I'm judging on and, either. I, I just I haven't even seen him yet. And he's not gone bald for bucks like we do, like a one or a zero. He's gone he's down all to Brian Duff level, and that is what... Uh, Linus was back did, and he actually walked in. So Brian has surprised Kelly Savalas, by the way. When you're referring, when we were young growing up, if you were referring bald-headed gentleman, it would be Kelly Savalas, Okay, I don't know. No, I'm just saying, so Brian has surplanted Kelly Savalas. Yes, well, in my world, Brian is number one, (laughs) so that works. uh, Because we are, as I uh, told Alex Tuck earlier, we're a package deal. You're a package deal, We're a package deal. We go together. But, you know, Weisbach is, is one of those players that, Suffered a really tough injury, mm-hmm. obviously, a couple of years ago, playoffs, and, and now got himself going last year. I really think he's primed for that. Rusek is primed for that. So I, I'm excited for training camp. And I look at all the players. Like I said, you know, 64 players. Mm-hmm. The Sabres play five games in seven days, five preseason games starting Sunday in Washington. Going to need them. In seven days. Going to need them. You're going to Players are going to get an opportunity. Yeah. You're going to get to call all of them. I, have you started working on your charts and, and your player well, names? Well, the charts and- for our team is one thing. And listen, it's actually it's funny. I just did an interview. Somebody was, uh, again, remembering RJ. Yes. And, and I did an interview on that. Um, and I'm always asked the question, what, what's the biggest thing you learned from RJ during your you know, your tenure of while he's in the building and you're just kind of watching. And I said, look, I always kind of stayed out of his way. But one thing I learned from Rick more than anything was we all prepared differently. Uh, And then Rick would walk into the booth. Everyone's heard with one piece of paper. It's just the lineups. And he was, as Razor would say, it was blown up so that he could could make sure he could read it. And that's a good thing. Um, 
but the, the thing I learned was, and I will take with me forever, and especially into preseason games like this, where I will definitely stress out over not knowing who's in Washington's lineup come Sunday yeah. when we get on an early flight, get to the rink for a 2 o'clock game. I'm going to look at their list and say, I have no clue who these guys are. But, you know, RG would tell you, you're talking to people who care about the Sabres. Yes. So know your team, which we do. And that's one reason why the prospects challenge is not only important to the players, but for people like you and I and Brian and, and Razor is that we sit down and we actually call three or three games with these young players that we rarely see here. We get to know them and you get to now. know them a little bit more. So um, for that reason, I just bring it up because RJ is the one is in my head reminding me kind of say, you've got this. You already know your team. Just go out and entertain, call the game. Uh, make it sound exciting. The Bills are playing. You're playing at the same time. You're both in Washington. So make it fun because yes. the moment somebody flips over from a break for the Bills game, I wonder how the Sabres are doing. Hang on to them. Yes. That's what he taught me. So that's my answer to your question is if I went the Dunleavy way coming into this business or any broadcaster freaking out right now, that I don't know who Washington's playing. I have no idea. Yeah. This is not going to sound great. Call the Sabre game. Call the Sabres game. And, yeah. and also, we'll have a few days of seeing them in training camp. Yes. Getting to know them a little better. Yep. Yep. We're going to start writing lines down who's playing with whom. And yep. that's the big thing on social media, exactly, right? Like, yeah. what are the lines like? What are the deep pairing like? There is going to be a blue and gold scrimmage Saturday. Uh, face-off is at noon. Doors open at 11. It's free, but you do have to get a ticket. So you can go on Sabres.com and, and get that We used to out, stream that up top. I remember Razor and I doing that. I'm yes, sure. yes. And we, uh, we did that maybe be the uh, pandemic year when we started in January. I remember there was right. nobody in the building. I say we were getting used to nobody in the building we at were that getting point. Used. Yeah. I had the air horn that every time there was a goal, yeah. I would press it like I was the only <laughs> fan making noise in the building. I remember Sabretooth. Uh, I want to I, laugh, but there was nothing funny about those years. So There was nothing funny. Uh, we did a lot of people... Things did not go so well no. because it was tough, but we but did we learn. But we still had to have fun. Again, we like learned new ways to do business. Exactly. And new ways to be able to do shows on and location. And to have fun and, and to entertain fun. people. Exactly. And, and to make it light. It's funny because as we're standing here now on Sabres Live, and we're going to take a break in a couple of minutes, but the coaches, the players, they're all going out. I would assume they're going for lunch. Uh, when I was playing, I would stay away from the coaches. Like I see, you know, Don Granado and – Everybody, Vinny Prospol is right there, and Caloposo is talking to Vinny. I mean, these two played against one another, right? So they're right. they're talking, going up the stairs. But I was always trying ah, to stay away from. What's the happening right now, though? Let's do some play by play. That is very interesting. Hey. Seth Appert is waving at us. I love it. But hey, take the stairs. Caloposo is the only one. No, Ladies Seth is going to. Seth, Seth is going to because yeah. you challenge them. Everybody's taking the escalator to go up to the Lexus Club here at KeyBank Center. And Caloposo and Seth the Appert, team the only two. And the coach. The only two. Took the stairs. Took the stairs. That is very interesting. Now, I will ask you this. Oh, I find that really interesting. This or that before we take a break. That's coming up on the first Do you take the stairs because, yeah. one, it's exercise, or mm -hmm. two, because you're impatient because everybody is so slow in the escalators that you want to go right up the stairs? Depends on the situation. Okay. If I notice there's a gaggle at the bottom of the escalator, I will definitely take the stairs. Uh, if I'm feeling that I've not gotten enough of my so-called um, steps in, like people like to say today, yeah. that's their form of walking is a form of working out now, apparently. So I will take the stairs because I love feeling that burn. 
Just from that muscle in your yeah. buttocks. I down mean, how much burn do you leg? get from going up from the atrium to the f- 100 level? Really? Like well, if you go apparently up five enough floors, that everybody else took the escalator except you, one guy. If you go up five, how many people are here? There's 64 plus coaches plus staff. So plus so far, if we want to say 64 people just went upstairs for lunch, let's let's not say anything. Here comes one more. <laughs> He looked back. I was, he's like, what are you guys talking about? He's going to the escalator. Going escalator. So yeah. still. I would do. So, 1%, okay, here's the thing. 99% took the escalator. I will tell you this. I am so impatient that I would have taken the stairs when there's a group of 50 people that are rushing to the escalator. Yeah. It's not for the exercise. It's just, that's me. I don't want to wait. I don't want to rush. But if there's nobody in front of it, I'm going 100% escalator all the time. And yeah. I am not sitting on the one step and waiting for it to take me up. I'm climb it up so it's faster to go up. The are steps. you touching the handrails or are you not dare touching the handrails? Because no, it's 2023. I no, I don't care about that. A little bacteria sometimes. Yeah, that's, just, yeah. You know, I'm outside working in anyway, dirt all day. We, we, time to take a break. <laughs> Luckily, we had Alex stuck to fill in the first half Let's of the go show, the and stairs, it was great. And now talk. Dan and I are going to go see <laughs> if we can walk up the escalators here at Key Bank Center. But we are doing Sabres Live. We'll be right back here on MSG and WGR 550 after the break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome back to Sabres Live. Marty Biron in for Brian Duff and Dan Dunleavy in for Marty Biron. I, I love the shirt today. It looks great. I, I love the goat head, black and red, everything that's in the Sabres store. I wore my white puffy Arsenal 
sweatshirt in. Which they are playing today, They right? are playing today, and I love what this. What is that? It's That's the most the, comfortable sweatshirt I've got. It's the Champions League yeah, yeah, PSV, qualifying or whatever. Yeah, PSV, they're playing. But oh, really? Feel that. It feels like a pillow. No, it's really nice. Isn't that amazing? How's the inside? That's from the inside the team. is so soft. Yeah. But I look like the yeah. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man in that, so I figured. Did you ever go up to... Uh, Arsenal to watch no, play? No, I just I just became. There's a real Sabres connection here, real quick. Uh, I yep. just became a fan. There's um, a series on Amazon Prime behind yep. the scenes with with Arsenal, and their head coach and a young team. So first time head coach and Miguel Arteta, a young team with all this kind of young young talent, uh, who were trying to lead a storied franchise back from what had been a really bad six years of not qualifying for any yep. of these um, tournaments or even finishing well in the Premier League to all of a sudden being right on the doorstep. And I thought, and watching the entire series, I thought, this is Don Granato and the Sabres right here. So that hooked me right away, and I thought I've never really chosen a team despite playing the sport uh, my entire life. Never dive, by the way. And never fake an injury. Hate those guys. But I thought, okay, I'm taking this team on because they remind me of what is trying to happen here. Uh, And you're going to bring up Kevin Adams in a minute. From the general manager to the manager to the players, this is Buffalo. And I really quickly went to Don Granato, and I said, you've got to watch this show. It's all for one or whatever it's called. Uh, And they they do a whole bunch of different clubs. It's not just an Arsenal show. They they go through, I think, well, a whole bunch of different teams. Can't Mm -hmm. name them right now. But, yeah, so that got me hooked on them, and I I love them. I bought a a sack of jersey, number seven on the team, young guy who plays for the English team who missed – a really key penalty shot in a major international competition uh, and got booed for got it. Heartbreaks. And and heartbreak and told he should never play again. He's yes. just a young guy. Now he's won the player of the year two years in a row. Yep. And I just thought this is a story here of <laughs> don't listen to the outside noise, which is what we'll talk about with these guys all year, right? Well, they were a point away, and right? And I asked Alex Stock about that at the start of the show. Does it make a difference that you are you were a point away last year? If you yeah. don't win the last two games, you end up yeah, with five points. If you're 20 or 1, away. was it different? What do you say? He, he said, it, uh, how did he characterize it? It's just that you know that you could do it. Right. Being a point away, you know that you're like, we can do it. You know, if you're six, seven points away, sometimes you're probably thinking, oh, we have a good team and we have another step to take. But being a point away, you know you could do it. But yeah. at the same time, the expectations are there. Um, he said you got to take it one day at a time. You got to take training camp and move on. And, and look, that's easy to say. But when you project for the year, everybody wants to say, we're making the playoffs. We're winning a Stanley Cup. And obviously, you mentioned um, Kevin, Kevin Adams, general manager of the Buffalo Sabres, is going to talk to the media tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Uh, his media availability at the start of camp, talk about everything that's going on. But what, what should we expect from Kevin Adams tomorrow morning when he talks to the media? What do you think is the sentiment or the direction that he wants to set the foundation right now at the start of camp given what he has told us in the past yep. given the direction that he has not wavered from one bit that the plan is to be a contending team not just this year but for the next decade and mm-hmm. that comes down to contract signings and lining things up and being in the same conversation for the next 10 years not we're close but being in the mix i expect confidence to be the underlying theme and kind of uh, we should be confident for what you just mentioned. Yes. We finished one point out, and it's very glaring where we could have had one point last year as a group. So you could mention the eight games without a point, or you could mention we played Florida, yeah. and we had we were in that game. 
Um, so Chicago, as a, Chicago, Chicago was an but, overtime. You know, if you want to say, okay, you finished a point back of Florida, you were in that game. Yes. If you win that game, you know, you still couldn't dictate what's going to happen at the very end of the year. But so I think it's, and again, more to your point of what Alex said, there's no mystery to where they fell short last year. It's not like they're searching for the answer. I think that's the other thing you might hear from Kevin is that, look, they brought in two guys on the back end defensively, but as far as scoring goals is concerned right now, this confident group, Tate Thompson knows he's for real. He's not out there trying to prove to anyone else. That was last year for me even, yes. right? Uh, okay, 38, can you do that again? I sure hope, and your heart's in it, and then did it again and more, and you're thinking, okay, he's here. 38 to 47, he's here, and that's a yeah. plus nine. That and mean, you're, you're a goalie. You watch the shot and the angles and the change of stick position and how he's shooting and where he's shooting, and you're thinking, like, you could tell me better, the guy's arrived. I mean, he's figured out every angle to shoot the puck. He's been crowded. He's been pushed out of the lane, but he's finding ways to fight through it. Then the ceiling for me for other guys to score more goals. So you, you're one point away, which may be equated to two goals to win a game. All right. Well, to me, Dylan Cousins' ceiling is he's not even close to how yeah, good he no. can be, and he's crazy good right now. Um, J.J. Paterk is not even close to what he can be, and he's good right now. I think this, for him, should be a year where people start saying, this guy's really good. You know, but those are the progressions that I think I expect that Kevin will probably put out there is that we have a team that we think is still climbing the ladder, and we were one point short. What do you say to those that think, well, they didn't do enough this summer? Because they still have a question mark in that, right? Because right. you have Levi, UPL, Air Comrie. What is that going to look like? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jack Quinn is injured, but you, you didn't go out and replace him. Um, you know, you, you did acquire a couple of defensemen, but, you know, you're, you're – your foundation on D is is not from outside. Right. It's Darlene. It's power. Would you know? There's always going to be people out there. I say they didn't do enough. I, How do you see that? I personally think that there's enough talent right now from within and to fill gaps from the players we just talked about in the last segment. Whether it's a Kulik, whether it's a Rosean, uh, to fill in for a Jack Quinn, or you know, listen, Victor Olsen scored a lot of goals last year. His role is one that's been talked about. What is you know, Victor's thinking about, what do you mean, what's my role? I'm coming in to score as many goals as I did last year. And, yes, try to be better because that's what every player wants. So to answer your question, though, I would think if you have a deeper defense core, and I do think when you bring Johnson and Clifton in, I think it is a deeper core, certainly from experience. And for me, what both bring aside from playing hockey, and that is a little bit of coaching on the bench as well. So mm-hmm. Clifton, anyone for me who comes from a Boston culture, they're bringing something other than just playing the game, okay? Because they've been around the, the three pillars of, oh, my gosh, right? The, the Charas, the Marchands, and the Bergeron the, the leading the way. So you've got to bring something from that. And then Johnson, with all he's been through in his career, um, winners, doubters, Stanley Cup championship, to being just a pillar. I think defensively this group, they scored a ton of goals last year. I don't see that drying up to the point yeah. where it's going to be a problem. I do think the number of goals that they allowed last year should be something that they find a way, and it's not necessarily better defensive play, but it could be one or two things that maybe Clifton and Johnson just kind of are in the ear about with some guys. And I'm not talking defensive. could be a forward. We need you here. When that happens, we need you back here, and that's a practicing. So I think the goaltending situation, to me personally, it gets better when you have a better defensive core in front, and you could talk to that better than I could. But at the end of the day, uh, it's clear that Devin Levi, who came on and was a standout, has to keep proving himself, yeah. right? Every player has to. 
Uh, you- he has the better upside, I think. And in three years down the road, we can all agree that Levi is going to be the guy here in Buffalo and will carry you know, this team to great things. But is that this year also? Right. And for me, I'm not one who's quite given up on UPL. I mean, you played. so. But for me, just watching, this guy went through a pretty good win streak as well. He's been... He's been top of the class in every league he's played in. Mm-hmm. This is the first time where it's taken a bit of time to be, you know, you don't go to CHL goalie of the year all of a sudden to being American, well, American League, and the NHL goalie of the year, that's a lot harder to do. Yes. So, you know, I, I'm thinking there's still a wealth of positivity in that with this team. And then no one's talking about Eric Comrie. Every t- I heard you yesterday on SiriusXM talking about teams are carrying three goaltenders. Yes. So how it plays out here for Kevin and this group, that's up to them to decide. But right now, if you're to break down three goaltenders uh, situations for every team in the NHL, if you had to play Eric Comrie tomorrow, no one's hanging their head. No. If you had to play UPL tomorrow, nobody's hanging their head. If you have to play Devin Levi tomorrow, no one's hanging their head. And to me, that's, that's better than there are some teams out there who say, oh, they've got to play this guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not naming any names. I'm just, I don't think that's the case here. Well, it also depends on where you are um, in, in, you know, obviously Toronto, Tampa, or Chicago, right, in a rebuild yeah. or whatnot. So that changes. I know one of the questions that will probably be asked to Kevin Adams tomorrow morning, and when we're on Sabres Live at noon tomorrow, we will have already answered that question, so we'll be able to discuss. But it comes back to Darlene and Power and their contract. And right. where are we at? They're playing their last year of their deal. Um, you know, there is some players that have resigned this summer that could be comparables. Um, you know, Darlene's agent was in town during the prospect challenge, and it tells me that they're still discussing. You know, this is not done. This is not like they're still discussing what that could be like. Um, where do you see? Darlene and Power and their next contract be is, you know, we saw Jake Sanderson going to eight million. Like I mean, yeah, this is I've, a big number. Um, I never, and I, I don't want to take away from the conversation, but I never, never have in my life gotten into those talks because I just am certain that whatever is going to be worked out between Darlene and the Sabers, both sides are going to be happy. Yes. I mean, I just really feel that we, we know, I think from being around Rasmus from day one here, he wants to be here and see this thing through for a long time, not just a few years. Mm-hmm. However, that is meant to work out business wise. It's always been way above my pay grade. It's a great discussion to have. I'm not yes, taking no, it from no, you. It. I'm not taking it from you. Um, and then for, the same for me is for power. I mean, I can't believe for a second there's not anyone in the NHL that doesn't think that if Owen Power progresses the way we expect he will, and boy, even coming in this offseason and talking to him like you did uh, on the weekend at FanFest, this guy's always so dialed in, it's crazy. And you imagine how good he can be, it's unbelievable. And I get excited about that. So what I never worry about is the contract situation. Will it be Sanderson length and term? Will it be this guy's amount of money? I'm pretty sure that Rasmus Dahlin's going to get a lot of money. Mm -hmm. He's going to get a number of years in Buffalo. Um, so, again, I'm not skirting your question, but I really don't have an honest answer. But I think what you're saying is that, again, when it comes to Darlene and Power, especially those two, that's mm-hmm. a win-win situation. It's a win-win situation for both the team and the players. It yeah. doesn't matter what the money is. Obviously, we're not talking 13, 14, 15 million a year, but you know that you know the rumor numbers somewhere in the 10, 10 and a half, whatever, for Darlene would be... Uh, it would be great for him yeah. to have that, that stability and, and setting himself up for life. But for the team, it would be we have a Norris winner 
Yeah. Because he will be a Norris winner at some point. Well, and the I, guy at that number. And I just heard talk today driving in about Steven Stamkos' situation. Uh, yes. And how Brisebois is saying one thing after Stamkos said another thing. They're both saying the same thing. But there's a little hint from the GM of, uh, I think Steven too said, look, I want to stay in Tampa. I really would love to finish my career here. But. And then the but part comes yes. in. And there's a but on both sides. So Stephen is thinking, look, I've been through this before. I've done this negotiations before. It was eight years ago or whatever. He yeah. went through all this, and he's thinking, I really don't want to do this again. Yeah. Pay me what my worth is. And we all know what his worth is because he seems to have gotten better as he's aged. He can score. Smarter, can score. He hasn't slowed down a ton. There are other players we can say has slowed down a lot more. And then Tampa's sitting there thinking, and listen, Kevin Adams hopes he's in this situation down the road, the same as Tampa, where you've won a couple of cups, and you've got this core group of guys, and now you're thinking about, all right, I promised a decade here. How do I make your 7, 8, 9, 10 work? Yeah. Right? That's the hard part. And that's where I know you and Brian get into those talks a lot. I'm busy watching who has the puck and who, who scored most goals <laughs> on the power play. And Razor and I have that talk. So I'm not taking away from the conversation. But I do understand that at some point when you see the business of the sport where it is, there's got to be a decision made on the player's part and management that there's a coming together of an understanding of what's our ultimate goal together. Yeah. If your only goal is to make a lot of money, then we need to know that. Well, now, we know I, that. I, I, Kevin has I set this, the groundwork for guys that want to be here. Yes. Good people, work hard. Yes, the money is important at the end of it because it's a business, yeah. and it's a business for the Sabres. It's a business for the players. And contracts and already signed indicate that, right? Absolutely. So you it, could argue those contracts, but I'm pretty sure those players are pretty happy to be in a situation where – Hey, I'm making really good money that I never dreamed I'd make. And if this group stays together, we got a shot. We don't only have one shot. We have yeah, multiple we shots. We have multiple so. shots. Yeah. yeah, well, good. Um, I totally love. I didn't want to put you on the spot, but I think that's well, a that's great fine. answer. Yeah. And Listen, I've only had know. two contracts in my life, and they weren't worth millions. Okay, well, maybe that contract that keeps on going for the next 20 years will reach <laughs> that point at some point. Okay, uh, we've got to take a quick break here on Sabres Live. When we come back, fill in the blanks, some league news. You talked about Steven Stamkos, but there's another big news item down the uh, 90. If you go to 90 all the way east, How you're going to end up to, uh, in Boston. We're yep. going to talk about that here when we come back on MSG and WGR 550. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're back with more of Sabres Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. 
Okay, welcome back to Sabres Live. A couple of minutes left in the show. It is time for fill in the blank, and then we have a crazy story to tell at the very end. Uh, this is going to be a longer version of fill in the blanks because instead of just one, it is going to be blank is the best NHL rule change idea that some of the players have brought up at the media NHL media availability. Okay. Guy like Josh Morrissey says, if you score on the power play, the power play doesn't end. What do you think of that? Don't like that. Don't like that. Don't. When you get... No, because I don't want the game being only about power plays. So I don't want if someone gets a power. Well, it used to be that way, correct? Montreal Canadiens yeah. changed that. So we grew up with that. Uh, you know, where a game could almost be over. If one team is so dominant on the power play and then the other team doesn't have that great of a power play, they get three on one and you're struggling. The game's already over in the first period. Okay, how about this? Uh, Sidney Crosby says, bringing the red line back. You, uh, you like that idea or not? No, I'm fine the way it is. Okay. Yeah. How what about, about you? Uh, no, I'm fine with yeah. no red line. How about Tate Thompson? Probably get rid of the no goal for kicking goals. He doesn't know about the bread hall situation, but whatever. Well, I'm, that wasn't a kicking goal. That was foot in the crease. L- hey, listen, it's Tate Thompson. I've got his back. No matter what rule change he wants, I give it to him. Okay. Crazy story out of the Blue Jays. <laughs> Kikuchi, their, um, their um, starting pitcher, said he had cramps the other day because he didn't get his 13 or 14 hours of sleep that he usually does right. a day. Blank is the right amount of sleep that people should get. I have no idea. I'm assuming eight, but I would suggest this picture Google because we just did what happens if you sleep 14 hours a day, and there's a lot of health Don't things. go to sleep on us. We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> at noon. Sabres Live. <laughs>We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.